You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like MF Uncensored and Cinematic Adventures. Speaking of which, Cinematic Adventures is uh, in episode three as of this recording, of its Harry Potter series in honor of Hogwarts Legacy. So make sure if you guys are Harry Potter fans, you go check out Cinematic Adventures on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those things that I just said. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and with me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I am doing quite well. How are you? You know what? I can't complain. I can't complain. Unlike the people who made Ant-Man, I guess they could complain. Just a wee bit. (laughs) <laughs> Weave it. <laughs> but we're going to get into that because that's not actually our topic. We already talked about Ant-Man last week. So if you guys haven't listened to our Ant-Man review, it is what's live now. What's wrong with you? Well, yeah, what's wrong with you? Stop it. <laughs> but uh, it is live, so make sure you guys check that out again wherever you get your podcast or our website or Facebook or your mom's journal. So we are actually going to be talking about something that we've, we've talked about this movie probably more in passing than anything else. It's one mm. of those forgotten gems. I think it's got more of a following now. But today we're talking about the animated, the first Marvel Disney animated film. I want to say the first Disney film that used Marvel Comics to create a film after buying Marvel Comics what? to make a film. To make a film. <laughs> to make a, this is going off the rails fast. But that is Big Hero Six. All right. Whoop, whoop. No, what? Whoop whoop. No no. Yeah, that's what he does. Anywho, so. Before we do that, we are going to talk a little bit about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania just because that is like the biggest news right now because we don't have much else going on until Flash comes out. What is it? Mark? I want to say Flash is coming out pretty soon. Flash, Shazam's next week or March next 17th. month. No, I think that's Shazam. Yes. Shazam is March 17th. Flash, isn't Flash June? Maybe. Yeah. Flash, Shazam is March 17th and the Flash is... Stand by one more second. June, June, June 16th. You were oh. close. You were really close. So we, we have a lot of time in between. Mm-hmm. And also we're going to see what happens with Shazam. Because there's a lot of rumors about things that are going on and things that are going wrong. Yeah. So really quick though, what are, you, what are your thoughts about what's going on with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quad? So with, with Ant-Man, again, we talked about this last week. You know, the critics don't really like it for the most part. You know, you have some that do, obviously. But majority of them do not. But the fans are a different story. The fans are more on the side of liking the movie. Mm-hmm. I know, again, in our episode, we talked about our thoughts on the movie. We both thought it was a good movie. It was a good time. Yeah. We're seeing. Exactly. So, obviously, don't agree with the critics. But at the same time, it's kind of like you do understand them in a way. You see where they're coming from. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the good thing is, it's making money. Yeah, it's that's a, all that matters. It's made more than its budget in its yeah. first opening weekend, so that's not bad. Like they'll yeah. they make their money back, and uh, I don't know. Like it's weird because critics, like what whatever happened to just mindless popcorn fun? Yeah, like the, I, Black Adam. Black Adam was mindless popcorn fun, yep. and then just a huge disappointment afterwards with all the things that happened afterwards. Not yes. so much the movie. So I think Black Adam's got a definite sour taste in its mouth now, just because yeah. of all that stuff. But it's it's weird, like. It's making money. It's doing well. Anybody who sees it, like pretty much the things that we said in our episode, I'm listening to other reviews because I always try and 
do our episode first before I listen to other people's reviews. Yeah. Because I don't want it to taint what I'm thinking. And like most reviewers are saying the same thing. Like it, it's a good time. Like yeah. if you turn your brain off for a second. Again, some weird creative choices. And yeah. obviously we could talk about the visual effects of yeah. Modoc until we're until we're stretched in the face. You get it? Because that's uh, what the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean, Shark, Shark Boy and Lava Girl did it better. Yeah, right. We'll just say that. Careful. I don't want to give you too much of a big head. <laughs> but anyway, I did have some other news if you're interested. Sure. We, it has been confirmed that Namor will appear in Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Oh, all right. Not surprised. Not su- I'm, I'm fine with it. I yeah. was wondering when we were going to... Because I liked him as a villain, yeah. and I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with him. Yeah. Question mark. Is he going to be a good guy, bad guy? Anti-hero? Both. Something like that? All the above. You know, a little character progression, <laughs> then moving backwards. Speaking of characters and anti-heroes, we also had The Flash. I know you are not actively watching The Flash, correct? Correct. I, have, I need to catch up. Unfortunately, my wife got me really hooked on you. Yeah. And I, I can't not watch it now. Stupid. I hate that yeah. show, but I, I know. I'm so I'm hooked on me too. Yeah. No, not not you, you. Oh, what? New new. <laughs> new new? <laughs> now you can meet my new new girlfriend. <laughs> but the Flash just revealed that the Red Death has been on the show and it is portrayed by the f- previous Batwoman, Javisa Leslie. Huh. Red Death was a variation of Batman, yeah. like the the Batman who laughs and all this stuff. So fans are exceptionally divided on it. What? Why? Because more, most people agree that the second Batwoman was better than Ruby Rose. Yeah. Again, I I gave up on the show. Like it just it wasn't resonating with me. Not to say it was bad per se. It's just I was not there. It was not your cup of tea. It was not my cup of tea. Same with Supergirl. Same with all these shows. I'm going to watch Flash when Arrow comes back on it because oh, yeah. I can't wait. We'll, t- we'll do a whole episode. We'll do a whole series on it. <laughs> but And obviously when Flash ends, we'll try and do some sort of retrospective homage. E- episode. Homage. <laughs> homage to the Flash. <laughs> but uh, we also have Steven Yun from uh, The Walking Dead. Yes. Is joining okay. Thunderbolts. They haven't said what the role is, but it is apparently very important to not only the film, but also the future of oh. the MCU. I like him. Interesting. I like I, I like him. Yeah. I, I definitely I definitely dig Steven Steven Yun, yeah. I say his name is. One of the bright spots from that show. One of the brighter the spots. <laughs> until 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 they kept trying to pretend to kill him and then they killed him and then yeah. oh my god, I can't keep up anymore. No, they killed him. Oh wait, uh, he's alive. No, they killed him. Oh, he wait, died again. <laughs> oh no. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> but now that's pretty much all the biggest news coming out from this week mm-hmm. that I definitely did not plan on at all and i just started breathing <laughs> off and hoping for the best ronnie and i were just going to talk about ant-man and the wasp but here we are because this is the internet age that's yeah. what I'm, I'm scrolling through <laughs> but so let's talk a little bit about animation and superhero films do you remember the first animated superhero film you ever saw honestly no 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 you don't it, it, it might have you can do this incredibles was before this right yeah way before way this. before right way before this so it was probably The Incredibles, to be honest with you. Like, animated film. Like, obviously with TV shows, that's a different story. Like, right. there were numerous ones from when I was a kid of watching. But I want to say The Incredibles might have been the first, like, film that the I very, watched. I'm trying to... I'm, the first film ever? Like, the first yeah, movie the first you've ever seen? Ever. Yeah, no. no. First, first, like, superhero type property or whatever, I think might have been The Incredibles. That's and, fair. The first animated superhero film. Yeah. Ironically, Pixar as well. Yeah. That would have been a fun crossover. I'd yeah. watch that crossover. 
That'd be, a good, that'd be a really good time, actually. You're welcome. For me, it was Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, which I had to point out to Ronnie was one of the first animated superhero yeah. films. For me, like I like superhero animation, and it's only gotten better. Mm-hmm. Where would you rank this as Big Hero 6 as like, top of the superhero animation? Like, What are some other ones that come to mind off the top of your head? The Incredibles mm-hmm. is obviously Incredibles, one. Incredibles, you know. I'd argue the Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman. Honestly, I completely forgot about that while I was... Thinking of like animated superhero movies. That's why I have to put ideas in your head. Yeah, thank you for that. Now, I think Big Hero 6, top five. Top five? That's fair. Of superhero animated films? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, I like in front of it too? No, 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 no I'm good. Okay. I like the, the Flashpoint Paradox. I thought that was really good. And obviously with the new Flash movie coming up, at some yeah. point we'll sit down and we'll talk about the whole story. Mm-hmm. But, you know, DC's always been kind of known for their animation. Yeah. But then you got like Spider-Verse, which is huge and yeah. awesome. But for me, like, this movie was such a pleasant surprise, and yeah. it kind of breaks my heart that it doesn't have a bigger following. Yeah, because, I mean, they went from this movie mm-hmm. to the they had an animated series afterwards. Right. I think they had two. Was it two? They had a Big Hero 6, a series, and then they had Baymax. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and it premiered, it premiered a year ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Baymax. Yep. Yeah, I think the problem is with superhero TV shows, most of them, they're either like 95% of them are drawn towards very young audiences, mm-hmm. audiences that are not us and we yes. will never see and we will never enjoy. And for the other 5%, though, you got your, like your Young Justice, your your Green Lantern Corp, like all those more, a little bit more adult type yeah. series, but they don't tend to last because they're not selling any toys. Yeah. And that's exactly, they literally said that's why Young Justice was canceled, because it yeah. wasn't selling toys. Then you have Batman and Robin, the movie, which is just designed to sell toys. Well, Mace yeah. the Podcast just made his appearance. But uh, yeah, so this this movie really is one of those ones where it works, it, it does the best that Pixar and Disney do, where it's aimed yeah. at kids, but there's a lot of coming-of-age, adult-type storylines. And yeah. people die in this movie. Yeah, because... The, the thing they adapted was the look of Baymax. Right. Because Baymax is actually a comic book character from Marvel, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of like, no pun intended, but like a Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. Kind of, you know? I didn't even realize that. <laughs> um, with wings, almost, you know? So, obviously, you can't have that in a kid's movie, really. Yeah. At least you could, but not as sinister as this should look. No. Um, yeah, like just looking at like the comic cover yeah. that they put there, it's like woof. Yeah. So they instead they went with the Michelin Man. <laughs> I mean, Big Hero Six hasn't been around that long too. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, the comic. That's yeah, not, yeah, that's not too long at all. Like in, in terms of comic books, where you have yes. Superman. That's. Is it weird that we are going to celebrate Superman's hundredth anniversary at some point in our lifetime? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, because what was it seventy five? Not too long ago, yeah. when Man of Steel was coming out. Yeah. So oh, I need to lay down. Yeah, because it was just. No, wait. Was it more than that? No, I think Superman was. It's only been fifty years. Thirty? No, Superman was thirty-eight. Nineteen thirty-eight. Man, am I old? Yeah. What are you? What's wrong? Are you okay? I don't know anything anymore. You don't know anything anymore. Yeah. You... If it was seventy-five, wouldn't that be fifty years? Because. Didn't you say 1975? No, it, we celebrated his 75th. Oh, that's oh why I was like, God. wait, wasn't it earlier than that? 75th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. 
No more, no more day drinking for you. Oh god. Oh my goodness. Tell I need a nap. Oh <laughs> man. I'm, uh, now I'm gonna have to edit. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate no, you. Let everyone know that I'm half asleep doing this. Extra editing. <laughs> but so yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna break down the entire film of Big Hero Six and some of the other spin-offs and properties, and of course our thoughts. But first, a quick break. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on a set as a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service you're always looking to grow and advertising is a very big part of that if you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction you guys can get a hundred dollars worth of free advertising again as a thank you from us to you guys that's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction all right we are back and we are here to talk the entire film of Big Hero 6. So we're going to go through the cast really quick, so the characters, and just very simple plot details. We don't usually do full plot breakdowns on Multiverse Fancast. If you're looking for something like that, check out our other show, Cinematic Adventures, where we break down movies all the time. What, shameless what? plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. Anywho, so going down the list, we have Scott Adsit as Baymax. Obviously, he is the most iconic thing of this movie. He is yes. quotable, he is adorable, and the scene where his "Quote unquote batteries are dying," aka drunk as hell. <laughs> yep, is still the best scene oh, ever. Oh, Harry baby. Yes, and then when he tries to go up the stairs, he just drops. drops. What are your thoughts on Baymax? Again, he's one of the probably the most lovable characters that we've ever had in a Marvel movie. Even though technically this isn't Marvel, but it is Marvel, right? And then you know, and like you said, he's just super quotable in, in the movie and everything, and he kind of makes the movie what it is you know i don't think the movie would have worked without him no no like and robot he is the big hero six so it had to be him but still yeah but i don't like robots they freak me out i'm very uncomfortable it's an irrational phobia even though it's somewhat rational yeah nowadays yeah but so when it comes to robot characters i tend to be like i hate them there are some exceptions baymax and the t850 from terminator 2 (laughs) yes those are the only two exceptions so for me like I, I try not to. I try not to put that in my head as I'm watching because I'm like, it's just an anime movie. He can't hurt you. Yeah, right. The scene where he goes evil for 14 seconds was terrifying. But yeah. I think one of the things that I respect about Scott Adsit is that he is able to do so much emotion and convey so much. Yes. Even though Baymax is very monotone, the entire yeah. like the only time he really changes the way that he talks is when his batteries are dying. Yes. In that one scene, otherwise he's very like one tone like. Just yeah. kind of delivers it very direct. When he hears sound effects, like, you know, like, obviously the ba-la-la-la-la yeah. was, like, a famous one. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I really do enjoy this movie. <laughs> Again, Pixar is really good at tackling very teenage adult issues. Yes. In this, they mentioned puberty more than once. And I remember the first yeah. time we saw it, we were like, because what, when, what year did this movie come out? 2014. 2014, so about yeah. nine years ago. I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah, like, so we were in our, we were five question mark no we were in our we were in our mid-20s so Ugh. this was the first time though that they really said something about puberty or, or they made jokes about it and there was a few there and was you a few were like times, what's that hair on hey <laughs> it was 25 
Cut it out, man. But like, and hair on your no, 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 no. Like some some of those lines were really funny. And then yeah. we just watched uh, Turning Red, the uh, oh, the new yeah. one with the the, the panda. panda. The whole thing's a, a thing about menstruation. Is it really? It's a, it's a very loose allegory, but also for growing okay. out of your parents, like shadows and stuff. It's really good. Like it, it and. Again, it's very surprising that they're trusting their audience and their kids to have... I think our society is comfortable with a lot more in good respects. I know mm-hmm. Ronnie's going to completely disagree with me. But no. I think... <laughs> no, I think having conversa- certain conversations that were very taboo, like back in the day, are more commonly accepted. And I'm fine with it. I, to a point. To a point. It shouldn't... It should really be done in the household, but... I mean, all this is done in the house. Well, but, I meant like between like parents and child oh god look at you getting so triggered already <laughs> ridiculous i think though that movies that help relate to real life can be good or they yeah. can be bad sometimes like like supergirl's an example of going too far yeah. like i don't need especially i think movies can do it better just because they have such a limited time frame where yeah like supergirl got too much because it pushed its agenda really hard for 14 episodes yeah so that's that's a long time for me yes. to be like, all right, kid, punchy, punchy, smashy, smashy. Yeah. Like this, I think, does a much better job. I mean, this this deals with trauma and loss, and that yeah. it's it's okay to do to you know to do the right thing, and you know sometimes it doesn't always work out. Yes. And I I find a lot of respect for Disney and Pixar where they have no problem addressing more adult issues in a very mm-hmm. respectful way, like. You watch movies where people die, and sometimes it's just graphic for the sake of being graphic. Yeah. When Tadashi dies in this, it's very – I don't want to say tastefully done, but it's, it's done in a very artistically acceptable way. Yeah. So it's not going to traumatize everyone, but it's also going to remind kids that dying is part of life. Yeah. And unfortunately, like that's something we all have to deal with. So for me, I think that Baymax was a great example of you know coping with loss and, and finding what – and moving on, right? Because yeah. that's the whole thing about uh, Hero, who we're going to talk about next. Ryan Potter as Hero mm-hmm. Hamada. I love Ryan Potter. He also plays Beast Boy on Titans. He also did a very big push to be cast as uh, Robin. Like, oh, really? He really wanted that cast like in, a, in an actual that. film. Oh, my God, yeah. In this, because it is a Marvel property, everybody is a freaking genius. Yep. Everybody's attractive and super smart. Yeah. In that order. Yeah. You know, 14-year-old knows how to build robots and stuff like that. No big deal. Well, he's the one that creates the idea for the for the nanobots. Yes. Like, And then it, they're stolen. But I think R- Hero is the relatable kid character of all yeah. this. And... I, I do enjoy Hero, and it's nice to see him. It's weird watching him as, like, a real adult now, because we're real adults. Like, yeah. adult jobs and everything. Yeah, we're like big boys. Yeah, seriously. We just have <laughs> we have adult money now, so we can do stupid stuff. Yeah. But sometimes it's weird watching Hero now, 10 years later, at a different point in my life, going, what a brat. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him? Again, he's, he's a 14-year-old kid, but he doesn't act like a 14-year-old because of how smart he is. But at the same time, he's very moody, like a 14-year-old. Oh, my God, I can't. You know, and that has to do with hormones. Oh, no. Going haywire, as we find out in the movie and everything. But, again, I mean, if we were 14 years old and that happened to us, mm-hmm. I'm sure we would react yeah, the, the same trauma, way. Like- but, again, we understand that now. But back then, when we were kids watching shit. Not really kids watching it because again we already established that we were not kids when this yeah. movie came out. But still, like back then, it's like 
you little baby. <laughs> but I think they did a really good job. And by the end of the movie, you really you feel for Hero. And yeah. like you relate to Hero and you understand why he did what he did. And it, mm-hmm. it's really powerful stuff. Yeah. We got uh, Daniel Henney as Tadashi Hamada. Now, yes. for a character that's only in the first, what, 15 minutes of this film? Yeah, something crazy. His influence is felt throughout. Yes. You know, obviously he created Baymax. He's, you know, the older brother, the cool older brother, because Hero's the troublemaking. I love, yeah. One of my favorite scenes is in the beginning when they go to, like, the bot fight. Yeah. And the big, like, guy, like, cracks his neck, and Hero just, like, <laughs> it, it, I don't know why, but it always got me as yeah. a kid. But now I can crack my neck, so it's fine. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't do it. Crack my knuckles, all that yeah. stuff. I, I just that always made me laugh. But like he's the one who always got his brother out of trouble. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's anybody with an older brother or even just being an older brother can relate. Yeah. And again, his influence is felt throughout the entire film. Yeah. What do you think about it? You know, he was he was the big brother, but he was also like the. Dad. mentor yeah right the mentor dad figure for hero and you know again that was hero's motivation behind everything was revenging tadashi so you know? did we ever find out what happened to their parents i don't think so i i don't believe so either actually just that they're living with their aunt who yeah. like every pixar woman is built with a dump truck yeah like i'm not trying to be objective i'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful but it's so true but look at, like, her, Mrs. Incredible, like, they are all built so misproportionate. Yeah. But again, it's comic books. Yeah. They're uh, supposed yes. to be. But that's also just all Pixar in general. Yeah. Cut unless, it out, Pixar. Like, it's supposed to, unless, you know, it's like an evil witch or something like that. But other than that, it's like. The proportions. <laughs> wild. That's really all we could say about the right? ant. That's her character. Andy's mom has got it going on. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, going down the list now. All right. Let's, let's be, we're going to be gentle. T.J. Miller as Fred. We are going to keep our opinions about T.J. Miller completely out of this. Yep. Because he's dealing with his own stuff. He doesn't need to be bashed on our podcast. <laughs> but uh, Fred is the the comic book fan who kind of inspires them to be superheroes. Yeah. I hate his outfit and the lizard thing where he, yeah. he jumps and he shoots fire. Okay, cool. But Fred is <laughs> also like... Fred. I like to jump. Yeah. And shoot he's fire. also like a multi-millionaire because of his yeah. family. One of my favorite things is, like, that's French for front door. Yeah. What? I, I still use that line. I think it's the funniest. <laughs> but again, he is he's the 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 audience surrogate for the nerds. Like yeah. he is the one that brings in all the superhero stuff mm-hmm. and he's there and I really don't have much to say about it. Yeah, but no, nah, he's the one like you said, he's the one just to be like, guys, we're so cool. And also like, he's the comedic relief. Yeah. Other we're than so cool, we should use all this tech to help people. We should be superheroes. Be super, yeah. And then we have Jamie Chung, who, oh my Lanta, what a crush I had on her, as Go-Go. Mm-hmm. Now, each one of these characters have something very specific to them. Yeah. And, you know, they each have their thing. Fred's the nerd. Go-Go's like the, the athlete-type the athlete character. Yeah. And like the, the moody kind of like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Type character. But we got Damon Wayans Jr. as Wasabi. <laughs> and he's funny in this. I like Damon yeah. Wayans Jr. I, I find that given the right vehicle, he's really, really funny. Oh, yeah. I love Let's Be Cops. I yes. still think that that's still such oh. a fun movie. But we also have Genesis Rodriguez as Honey Lemon. Now she's like mm-hmm. the the nerdy kind of like upbeat, yeah, fun one. And they all have they all gain like special powers and stuff like that. Yeah. Let's see. We have James Cronwell as Robert Calligan, and he becomes. We find out. Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> he's the bad guy. We think yes. that he died in the beginning of the film. He turns out to be the real bad guy because his daughter gets lost in like that alternate dimension and he's trying to get her yeah. back 
we have, let's see, Alan Tudyk as Alistair Cray. I love Alan, Alan Tudyk. He yeah. can put him in anything, and I will love whatever he does. Steve the Pirate. Dodgeball. Yep, Steve the Pirate. Even iRobot, he does a fantastic yeah. job as Sonny. Like, he really kills it. And again, we all thought he was really the bad guy. Maya Rudolph as Cass, which is uh, the ants we were talking yep. about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes Let's sense. Let's see. Now. Katie Lowe's as Abigail Callahan. And then really, that's the, those are the biggest. Yeah. And obviously, we have a cameo from Stanley yep. saying it's okay to turn your underwear inside yep. out and around. <laughs> Gross. Stan. He's not wrong, though. You shut up. <laughs> we are adults now. Stop it. As long as it's not a thong. You're, what the... F- what? Get you don't want to turn it around. Then it's just floss. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? No more uh, no more sleep deprivation episodes. You're or, welcome. Or more sleep deprivation episodes? I don't, I don't Question know. mark? Let us know your thoughts. Question, <laughs> feedback Friday? But, yeah. So, this movie... Is fantastic. I, I can't oh, say yeah. enough good things about it. There's only one thing that I hate about this movie. They use the song Immortals by Fall Out Boy mm. during their training montage. I hate that song. I don't know what it is. I love the rest of the album. I have yeah. that album. I love, there's like 12 songs on it. 11 yeah. of those songs I really, really you enjoy. Know what it is? It got outplayed. Oh, God. It was one of those songs that everyone listened to and it was all over every station. At like the same time, like you're like, I don't want to listen to it. So you switch the station and it's on this one. And you're like, no. And you switch it and it's on. And it's like, get me away from this. You heard it everywhere. Everywhere you oh, go. Oh, God, I hated it. So it was good when it first came out. And then after like a month, Just I, was too much. I was like, all right, and next. Because I, I do like Fall Out Boy. Yeah. There's only a few exceptions of songs that, like, that are of their popular songs that I don't like. Yeah. The Ghostbusters theme, Take It or Leave It at this point. Oh. I like the ending chorus. Like, the, yeah. like, like, like like the last third of it but yeah. if you have to wait to get to the last third of a song you've already done it wrong if you gotta wait two and a half miss, minutes to like it oh god <laughs> wait what are we talking about you have to wait two and a half minutes oh, womp, womp, womp. anyway so this movie has a very straightforward plot like literally reluctant child genius yeah thrown into a world where he has to now be a superhero like it's it's iron man yeah. But I want to talk about the aesthetic of this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie is beautiful. Oh, like, thousand percent. What's it called? San Francisco. Yeah. So the idea is that after the, I guess the, the way that they thought about it was after the great earthquake of 1906, question mark, like yeah. early 1900s, instead of being rebuilt by Americans, it was rebuilt by the Japanese. Yep. So there is a, a very big anime Japanese culture effect on this movie. Mm-hmm. How, how did, what do you think about the aesthetic of it? I like it. Again, I'm not a big fan of anime, but, you know, this obviously has the feel, it has the looks of what an anime is, mm. and it fit, because it was, you know, based off of... Mom. Uh, uh, was it based off? I don't think it actually was based off of my mom, but, you know, the whole family is of Asian descent. I don't Except know for if the ants. I don't know if the ants is. Yeah. Especially being played by Maya Rudolph. Yeah. I don't remember if we know exactly what Asian descent that is, but so it, it it makes sense to have it that way where it has the feel of Tokyo mm. in it. But like you said, obviously it's... It's still San Francisco. It's San Francisco, but everything looks more like, you know... Bigger and more dramatic yeah, and stuff like that. I, I do enjoy bright it. Bright and everything. Very bright. Very, very colorful. Bright. And it wasn't jarring. Like it it wasn't be. too much, yeah. You so know. Pixar's very good at 
when they do their animation, they're good at lighting and shading and and doing their research and yeah. really putting a lot of attention. The world felt alive. It, it honestly, it kind of reminded me of Tokyo Drift. Really, of all of all <laughs> all movies, because I still staunchly defend that movie. It's so bad, but I love it. If we ever do a like a, some sort of guilty pleasure yeah. movie month on cinematic, we're, we're going to talk yeah. about that movie. Tokyo Drift goes animated. I just, pro- I wouldn't. I am shocked. They probably have some sort of animated Fast and Furious oh, thing. I'm sure, yeah. I'm still waiting for an open world game. Like Hogwarts Legacy, yeah. just too Fast and Furious. But anyway, we're getting off track. Speaking of video Part games, of the family. But anyway, speaking of video games, this movie did have a couple, and yep. the only one that I can actually talk about is in Kingdom Hearts three. They do an entire world on Big Hero six. Oh, all the characters are there. You get a special Keyblade. No big deal. And the entire cast of the film reprised their roles, with the exception of Damon Wayans. But obviously, because he's getting he's getting bigger, yeah. and he's like a busier guy. I'm fine with it. Like they did a good job. Mm-hmm. But what did you think though of this film in general? Like when you when you people ask you about it, what do you think? I think it's one of those movies that you should watch. Like if you have kids, obviously if you're like 30 something years old. What? <laughs> like you, it's not one not that I wouldn't recommend it to you, but it's like you really don't have to watch it or like wait till you have kids to watch it kind of thing. Choose your next words carefully, sir. <laughs> but don't anyway. be a loser. No. Hey. <laughs> Wow. You're a monster. I mean, granted, this movie came out, what, what did we say, 2014? So I was 25 when this movie came out, and I saw it. Yeah, so, I we mean, probably saw it in theaters. But, I mean, th- this movie won plenty of awards. Academy um, Award winning? Academy Award winning Kids' Choice Award. Woo, 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 woo. We love those, right? I guess. You uh, know. A bunch of visual effects visual. awards, mostly for animation. Yeah. Th- that's the weird thing about animation. Like, when they do animation, it could be a very limited window. Yeah. And sometimes you get movies that are very strange to have won any mm-hmm. Academy Awards. <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, great movie. You love that movie. I, you will defend that movie stock. Uh, yeah. Would I you ever want to watch the air cut of that? I would love to see what what the original 100% idea was. 100% I would. Oh, yeah. It'd be, I feel like it's quite a show. Oh, yeah. Just to watch Jared Leto go Jared Leto. Right? I wouldn't mind watching any director's cut of any movie. Really? We just did. We just talked about Daredevil. I want apparently the director cut is much better yeah. than the original film. But for this movie, we had a budget of 165 million dollars, and it walked away with 657.9. And again, this uh, so is it one made of a little bit of money. Made a few dollars. Again, I feel like they really that this movie is finally starting to get a little bit of traction behind it. Yeah. Do you want a sequel? This is one of the things where I'm like. Do you touch this movie? Because this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. I know there have been rumblings about making a sequel. There's always going to be rumblings. I, I, I'm sure eventually down the road we will get a second movie. Do we need it? No. Because it's not like it left off with like a cliffhanger of any sort. No. It, it ended know, like very nice bow. Yeah. It's like what what could you do in a second one with this? But if they do it, I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, we'll, we'll end up seeing it. Yeah. And again, one of the best things about animation, especially animated films, is you can just pick right up where you left off. Yeah. Look at Incredibles. We talked about it a few weeks ago where yeah. Incredibles literally picks up 14 seconds after the first movie, even yeah. though it was, what, 15 years, 20 years, something stupid. Yeah. I just hope they don't wait too long. That's the only thing. Yeah. Incredibles had a lot of steam and a lot of hype about it. And for the most part, it made it. But I still yeah. have not watched that movie since I saw it. Yeah. Like, and, and in a way, it kind of did end with like hintings of a second when you had the oh, underminer. Yeah. The, under, the underminer. 
but the, you're you know, an underminer. With, with this, there was no, oh, what, what, oh, what did that set up for the next movie kind of thing mm-hmm. or anything. So, I don't, I don't think we'll get a second one. But if we do, we'll watch right. it. We'll enjoy it. Star City rating for Big Hero Six? You can't say six. Stupid. <sighs> Why not? Because they already put six in the title. What if I do three point six? Okay, I'll allow it if that's that's really what you want to do. Yeah, you're gonna go three point six. I would. Just, just no, I was just being facetious. Dumb. Do I want to give this a four? I'm gonna give it a four. All right, I'm, yeah. I'm giving it a four. This is a movie that I can put on. This is a movie that I can watch. Yeah. This is a movie that I recommend. If you're looking to get into superhero stuff and you don't want to start with Mar- like big Marvel, this is a great option. Yeah. And again, it's got plenty of stuff there for the adults, which is yes. always important, I think. Yeah. Do yeah, it. I'm, you know you want to. Just, just let it go. go with the floor? Let it go. Uh, that, that's Frozen. I know. Um, this is another movie that came out around the same. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll give it a four. You give it a four? I'll give it a four. Yeah. I you can do it. Come on. Just... I don't know why I was thinking three point five. But I don't for know some why. Reason, I don't know why you're struggling so much. I don't know. I think. I think this is this is a really great movie that can be put on at any time. Like you said, this is definitely a movie when my little girl's old enough to watch it. I'll have her watch it. It's still weird you call your wife that. I know, right? <laughs> Kidding. Canceled immediately. <laughs> yeah, right? Kidding. Thanks for that, Paul. You're welcome. No. You can send all letters to Ronnie. No. <laughs> the address is one, no. <laughs> one, two, three, happy time place. Weird. Anywho. And the city is go. Did home. you actually do a Star City rating yet? Yeah, four. Okay. I, all I right. give this movie a four because it's definitely rewatchable. Again, there's not a lot wrong with it, but it's. But it can't be any higher than a four, I think. That's fair. So, yeah, two fours. I like it. Two fours, that's an eight. Well, two, two plus four equals six. Like Big Hero Six. Whoa. I don't get it. Neither do I. So we have our Fan Feedback Friday this week. Which actor or actress embodied their characters the best? I should have said superhero. Because yeah, we got one that wasn't, but it's fine. Most people figured it but out. But it worked. Our friend Anthony wrote, there's a reason they brought back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Fair. Our friend Alex wrote, Chris Evans is Captain America and Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne. Interesting. I like it. I like it as Bruce Wayne, not Batman. We got uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Christopher Reeve is Superman, not as Superman, is. And our dear friend Mike, who wrote, Nick Cage is Nick Cage, an unbearable weight of massive talent. I'm going to have to disagree with Christopher Reeve. Oh, really? As Superman? I think... In order for that to happen, you can't imagine someone else in that role. Okay. While with Christopher Reeves, I'm sure you over there would maybe slightly disagree with that statement. It's and tough. put Henry Cavill in there. It's it's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one. You know, like Chris Evans as Captain America. I don't know. I could think of other people that could have done that part. You know, like that's why. It's tough. It's not easy. I was the one that said Paul Rudd because... To me, it's hard to imagine anyone else in that role. That's fair. You know? so I'll give you that one. That, I will allow it. Yeah, that's why I went with Paul Rudd mm-hmm. over like a Chris Evans or Christopher Reeves. But I did like how yeah, it was Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne and not Batman. That's fair. Because if it was Batman, yeah, you know. we know. I know. 
<laughs> but anyway, so if you guys are looking to participate in Fan Feedback Friday, it's super easy. All you have to do is go on Facebook, type in the Multiverse Fancast every Friday between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll find some sort of question there, so keep an eye out for it. You can also find us on social media, t- uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. Just type in The Misfit Faction. You'll find some of our stuff. And of course, there's our website, themisfitfaction.com. One of these days, we're going to update the merch store. I promise. Ronnie. Anyway. Why are you looking over here? There's nothing over here. You're the only person in the studio with me. Where <laughs> oh. else am I going to look? Looks up. But anyway, and that's going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya. <laughs>